Let's get real, let's get inspirational, a little bit emotional, and let's shed some sunshine. This is the Sunshine Steven Podcast. Welcome! Good day and happy Wednesday, and welcome back, hopefully, to the Sunshine Steven Podcast. And if this is your first time, you know, welcome. I'm here for you. My name is Steven Rice. Hopefully it's not your first time, but if it is, we're all friends here. So thanks for giving me a try. I'm trying to put some sunshine and positivity into your life and talking to some really great people. Um, so this is actually the first episode, not actually the first episode, first episode um, back in Florida, I guess you can say, because I lived in Florida. Well, not lived in Florida, but I was actually visiting Florida when I started the podcast, so... This is now the first recording of me living in Florida, as you can say. So, yes, I moved me, my husband, and two doggies, who um, Rose is running at me right now with the toy, like, hey, throw this, Dad, I want attention. Why are you talking to nobody? So, yeah, we moved back to Florida. We thought it was a good move for us, support system and everything like that, because last year really was a growing year, as shitty as it was, but lots of... um family dynamics and stuff like that. So we just felt like this was uh, the best move for us. And plus I miss the sunshine. Um, duh, sunshine Steven. So anywho, that's a little life update. Um, not that you asked for it, but hey, it's my show. So I can say whatever I want. And today's topic. <laughs> Let's move on to that. As I threw my dog's toy, sorry. Uh, so today I'm talking to somebody who is a founder of Master Talk on YouTube, and he's talking all about public speaking and why he thinks it's important and stuff like that. And I highly suggest checking out his YouTube. Um, his name is Brennan, by the way. And here Rose, go get it. Uh, so yeah, we were talking about that and of course I have my random weird questions for him and it's just overall a really good conversation and then later on you'll hear from my best friend CN Sloan aka or actually that's reverse her name is Christina but she goes by CN Sloan for you know all her publicity and shit like that so <laughs> stay tuned for that and of course we have a meditation minute um and I do just want to take a side moment to just really say thank you for all the support um, I have big ideas and big plans for the podcast and for my writing and everything like that. So please stay tuned. I'm working on a few things that I'll definitely talk about and be releasing soon. So bear with me, bitches. Well, welcome to the Sunshine Stephen podcast. How are you? Very good, Stephen. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. Um, ready for Monday, <laughs> I guess. Trying to prepare mentally for that, but I'll make it through. Um, but again, thank you so much for taking the time um, to come on here and chat and talk about all things public speaking, really. And um, definitely want to dive into your YouTube, um, I guess, journey and everything like that. Um, checked out a couple of videos. Um, I think you actually posted one like 10, 15 minutes ago. So I actually was watching that um, before we hopped on this call. So I'll let you take it away though and give a little brief bio about yourself and what you're all about. Yeah, for sure, Stephen. So my name is Brendan. I'm the founder of Master Talk, which is a YouTube channel I started to help the world master the art of communication and public speaking. 
And how I got started, Stephen, it was pretty simple. I used to do these things called case competitions. Mm -hmm. Think of it like professional sports, but for nerds. So other guys my age were, I don't know, they were like playing soccer or something, or yeah. football or baseball. Not really into that stuff. So what I did is I applied that same competitive spirit, but to presentations. So for years, I presented hundreds of times, coached dozens of people on their communication skills. So that when I landed a job in corporate, I just asked myself a simple question. How do I make a difference in the world? Right. And that's when the idea for Master Talk came because I realized a lot of the YouTube content on public speaking was really bad. You hear advice like, oh, you should be yourself. You should follow your dreams. And I was like, this is nonsense. <laughs> so I started making YouTube videos on the topic. One thing led to another. And here we are today, man. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I think that's uh, super important. Uh, I actually took one public speaking class in college and I did pretty well, but I don't think people realize the magnitude and how it helps you in everyday life. Um, why do you think it's important for people to master um, their speaking skills? Yeah, the way I think about this, Stephen, is that public speaking is not what people think it is. Mm -hmm. You know, they think it's like this presentation in front of 2000 people or right. something or being a YouTuber, I don't know. Public speaking is every interaction you have with every human being that you meet. It's the tough conversations you have with your family. It's the great conversations you have with your friends over dinner. From the person you talk to delivers your pizza to the person you meet at a park. Every interaction is communication. And once you learn to master it, not only will it make your presentations better, but it'll also make your life better. No, definitely. Yeah, I think communication is key and everybody can definitely brush up on their communication communication skills. See, as I flow up the word. So uh, definitely think that's important. Um, I always like to ask guests when they come on who inspires them. So this could be one person, multiple people. It could be family members, leaders, whoever, who, who inspires you? Scott Harrison. So he's a CEO of Charity Water. Someone I very much respect. I love his book that people should check out. But as the point I want to drive is, is Scott Harrison just an incredible guy? And there's a great quote that I love from him that I think summarizes him well. And the quote is, the goal is not to live forever, mm -hmm. but rather create something that will. I thought that was really powerful. Oh, that is super powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else that comes to mind? Oh, yeah. There's hundreds. Like yeah. my mom. <laughs> Oh, yeah. But, uh, but if I had to pinpoint one person that people person, should yeah. really be following that most people don't really know about, definitely Scott. Yeah, I'll definitely have to look. And you said he has a book. Yeah, it's well. called. Yeah, it's called Thirst. Thirst. All right. I'm a big reader, so I always <laughs> like to get book recommendations. So I'll definitely uh, check it out after this. I always add it to my cart and then I'm like, oh, let me read all these like like a true nerd book nerd. I love it, man. Yeah, it's, it's a uh, especially in quarantine. It's, it's coming handy for sure. Um, so the next part is really, I call it a game, but it's really just lighthearted um, to make you think questions really. Uh, and the mm. first one was actually on the, the outline. So maybe you thought about, it, maybe you didn't, but we'll, we'll give it a shot. And I got this inspiration from the show Survivor just because I'm obsessed with that show. <laughs> and so <laughs> I watch it. So I always think um, if you had to pick three famous people to be stuck on an island with, who would you pick and why? Hmm. What's your definition of famous? I guess really it could be any public figure. They don't have to be like an A-list 
celebrity like Leonardo DiCaprio or anything, but anybody that has somewhat of a following, I would think. And it depends on which way you look at it. Like, are you looking for people that are strong that can help you survive? Or you're like, oh, I just want to be on an island with Michelle Obama or whoever. That's cool, man. Definitely Dwayne Johnson. Oh, yeah. The best. <laughs> that would be one. Second one would probably be Peter Thiel. Mm-hmm. Not many people know him. He's a public figure, technically. I would just have conversations with him because I'm sure it wouldn't be boring. It would just yeah. be fun. Fun to just chat with him. Third person... Probably Gary Vaynerchuk. I think that would be fun. Yeah. He's just a crazy guy. I'm sure he's got to figure out how to start a lemonade stand on the island, make some money, and get us out of there. Exactly. <laughs> Boom. That works. Yeah. And I mean, who doesn't want to be on an island with The Rock? I feel like. He... Yeah. The Rock would just, he'd just cut everything. I, I was just like, he would there. like build everything with his bare hands. <laughs> I would just cook for him. I would just get some water or something. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, thanks for building the shelter. <laughs> he's yeah, like, oh, it's, it's a five bedroom house that I just. Yeah. Built. It's just great. It's good. Yeah. Definitely. Next uh, question, um, I guess going back to really public speaking in terms of the way that people usually think of it is in front of a lot of people. So say if you were given an opportunity to speak in front of a lot of people and it was a whole event and you got to choose one person to share the stage with you, who would you pick? Scott Harrison, for sure. Perfect. He's just a personal hero of mine. I think it would be awesome. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That'll... um, how, side question have you done a lot of public speaking in front of a lot of people do you know like i've the- never i've never spoken on like big stages of thousands yeah. of people minus the youtube channel of course yeah, yeah. but uh no, but uh, yeah i've definitely like hundreds for sure oh gosh that's way <laughs> i think the most i did uh i hoped in college there was probably about 40 or 50 people and that was that was enough for me so maybe i need to go through your videos and get some more courage and tips and everything uh the last question is one that um it's i always hear that dinner parties and stuff like that um and it is actually if you are having a dinner party and you can invite five guests to have at your table (laughs) real or fictional alive or not who would you pick yeah, man, these are some complicated questions. Know, yeah. And then the next question is, who are the seven people that would wait right. in line that you would want to wait in line with at a grocery store at right. Sobeys? And how would that differ if the grocery store, store was, yeah. was a Whole Foods? Exactly, versus a Target. <laughs> would you change that? Yeah, for sure, man. So five people. Um, Shamath Paliapatiya, Peter Thiel, Gary V. Scott Harrison and Lewis House. Damn. Most people, <laughs> they're like, uh, I need some time to think about it. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sure I could have replaced one or two with somebody else. No, it's those... totally. Oh, that's awesome, though, that you you were ready, though. That's, yeah. Um, that's all the, the ones that I came up with. <laughs> so I won't put you through anymore. Gosh, who am I going to? Uh, I always get a, a, afraid, though, that, like, family members might listen and be like, oh, they didn't pick me, so <laughs> why would I pick any family? I get dinner exactly. all the time. It's... We get dinner all the time. It's it's fine. Yeah, this yes. is my dream, my reality. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So wait, question... who are your five people? My five people. Oh gosh, and I've said this before. So if I change it up, it was an older episode. I would pick Judy Garland because um, I love her. Um, gosh, who else did I pick? Michelle Obama my mom because she's no longer with me so um i would definitely pick her Mm. um my husband because i feel like it's never complete without him oh i'm blinking on the last one sorry whoever it is oh gosh 
I'll just, I'll just throw somebody where Adele would be, I feel like, amazing. <laughs> cool. I feel like for dessert, she could serenade us. Her and Judy Garland together could serenade us. That'd be great. I'm, oh. Now I'm going to have to go back and listen to who my original five were. I'm <laughs> so sorry for the last one if it wasn't Adele. I don't think it was. Uh, <laughs> uh, one thing that I always ask uh, guests to is because something that's big to me is mental health. Uh, I feel like there's still a stigma around it. So I always like to talk about it. Um, so if you were to give some tips or just things that you do to keep your mental health in check, what would you share? Yep, absolutely. A friend gave me this. It's called making a bliss list. So mm. essentially what you do is you make a list of all the things that actually bring you joy. And it drives me crazy that most human beings don't spend 10 minutes in their life just writing that down. Right. I'm happy to share mine so people know so people kind of yeah, get the message yeah i dance alone in my basement an hour a day i take many dance breaks in between meetings i karaoke and eat different languages mm-hmm. i love clubbing for eight hours straight and i love asking philosophical uncomfortable questions about life to people over dinner at a restaurant especially when it bothers other people at the restaurant that's my sweet spot yeah so notice how that makes no sense so a lot of people are listening at this and like that doesn't bring this me guy yeah <laughs> it's crazy but that's the point yeah where's your list yeah that's very true now i'm gonna have to think about this and make it whereas most people just use everyone else's list oh i should buy a fancy car yeah i should watch survivor all day that'll (laughs) That'll make me happy yeah everyone's happiness is individual to them it's very true yeah yeah i'll definitely have to i i have been known to i call them mini concerts so if I do feel kind of stressed or something, I'll just put music on and be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in here. I'm in the concert. Got or, some Adele. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Adele and Cry. <laughs> like it's, yeah, she's great, though. We're waiting for her new album, but that's besides the point. Um, another thing that I always like to ask, just because I'm into clearly TV and music and everything, um, are there any movies, music, shows, uh, podcasts, books, or anything that you're obsessed with right now that you're like, oh, I have to share this. People should listen, watch, read this, consume it. Yeah, besides the book, besides Scott Harrison's book, mm-hmm. I would say my favorite TV show of all time that changed my life is a show called Death Note. Mm-hmm. So essentially with, oh, you're familiar. Awesome. So yeah. That's cool. So yeah, I just think it's worth watching for people. Not the stupid movie on Netflix, a waste of time for people. Yeah. I meant the original series that's animated. Essentially, for those who don't know, Death Note tells the story of a guy named Light. Yagami is bored out of life. He finds a notebook. And he realizes that the notebook, whenever you write somebody's name in it, they die. Hmm. So he uses the notebook to try and kill every bad person in the world. It's super fascinating. Yeah. Lots of gray. And it really makes you think. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember when it came out, The I guess the new one came out on Netflix. People were not. Oh, not, yeah, I was mad for a they week. They were not having it. So, I was so mad. And I yeah. was like, oh, all right, Netflix. They, it, it's give and take, I feel like, with Netflix. they Sometimes they hit the hit it on the mark, hit yeah. the ball for the mark, and sometimes I'm like. This is oh, just wasn't. That was a choice, <laughs> yeah. This doesn't, wasn't that, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Anything else that comes to mind that you could think of? Yeah, don't watch the Netflix one, please. Yeah, don't. anything. <laughs> Forget, I forget my youtube channel just don't watch <laughs> just, yeah just <laughs> don't watch the netflix one I, people yeah. were like livid and i was like oh gosh so that's what that's how i knew and that's when i looked into it and i was like oh okay cool um so 
wanted to give you opportunity, plug your social medias, your YouTube, and I'll put links as well too, because I feel like we're a generation that we we look for the links now to click on. So I'll put them in the description, but you just give an overview where people can find you. Yeah, for sure. So it's master talk in one word. All you got to do is go on YouTube, type master talk in one word, and you will be there. Awesome. Yeah. And you, I believe I saw you put videos out every Sunday. You got it. They come out once a week. Yeah. See, that's awesome. That's how you prepare for your Mondays, people. Just (laughs) relax and watch a good content video. Um, Well, thank you so much. That was painless. Um, (laughs) Okay. Really enjoy. Yeah. Most people, they, they, which I feel like I was like, oh, with him, he's probably used to it. But some people they're like, I've never, I don't know. And I'm like, it's really just a conversation. It's just recorded. You're fine. Yeah. I mean, you got a cold life's name. It's literally food. Like it's cool. You know, and funny thing, I always tell people this because they don't believe me. It's rice, like the food. And I always say that. And when me and my husband got married, he took my name. And I told him, I said, be prepared. People are never going to understand your last name. He was like, what do you mean? It's so simple. And he was like, oh, I get it. Like every time I say my last name, people are like, is that with a W? How do you spell that? <laughs> what? And, and so I've just come accustomed to saying Stephen Rice. And when they look at me, I'm like, like the food. And they're like, okay, get it. And I'm like, how else would you spell rice? So like, how would you? That's a thought experiment I have to go through after this call. Yeah, I'm just, I was like, huh, that's interesting. But hey, it is that's what it different. is, I guess. Again, really? thank you so much. I'll give you time back in your day. Um, I'll definitely have this all up. Not this week or the next week to follow. I'll send you the date for sure um because there's a lot of interviews and everything but again thank you so much um and enjoy your day you too man thanks so much have a good night you too man such great conversation there with brennan and i just thank him so much for taking time to chat and i really do think that public speaking is very important not just you know going back to what he said it's not like I'm speaking in front of 200 people. It could be a crowd of three people, two people, another person. Just, you know, get it together. You know, it's very important. I'll definitely link all of his information in the description of this episode. So be sure to check it all out. Before we get to this week's meditation minute, um, I do want to talk about something that's a bit more serious. And I'm going to get on a little soapbox. So bear with me. Um, and it is February. This is actually the first episode of February of 2021. So it has started Black History Month, which I think is super important. And let me tell you why. <sighs> and I'm very passionate about this and very just. Mm. So um, something had to happen on my Facebook where a close family member actually um, commented something very ignorant and um, racist on my happy first day of um black history month and it was along the lines of fuck black history month um where is white history month and i hear this so much and i've heard it so much growing up in a small town blackshear georgia and callahan florida yes i'm putting you on blast there were so many ignorant people who would always question like where is white history month Uh, you know why do black people get a whole month to be celebrated and yada 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 and let me tell you why let me put some education on you so there's no need 
for White History Month. Because if you look at the curriculums and everything like that, and stories, as my dog, she's very passionate too, she threw a toy at me, um, you have White History fucking year, basically. For every, you know, uh, White History moment, or Black History moment that you learn, you have like three or four White History moments that overshadow that and then put that there so there's real there's no need you know they always say like history repeats itself and stuff like that and that's the whole reason why we you know kind of go through history is to learn our past learn from our mistakes and failures and a big part of that is how we shit it on not only just black people but people of color people of minorities you know women the indians like all that you know so for people to say, oh, where's White History Month? Bitch, you don't need a White History Month. You're privileged enough, and white privilege is a thing. And that's not, that's another whole thing. Like, white privilege isn't a, you're born with, like, a special membership card, like Costco, that you can do things. Um, I know, Rose. It's, I know. Let them know. White privilege is real, and she has white in her, so she knows. Um, but yeah, white privilege isn't like the Costco card where you just get magical privileges. It is very undermined and underestimated. I was actually thinking about this earlier, um, and I actually chatted to one of my favorite professors from Jacksonville University about this because she teaches sociology, and she always did Boxes and Walls, which is a program where, um, for sociology of minorities, each group so the students split up in groups and did a you know presentation but it was it was literally a room so they went we went to one of the um what do you call them dorm hallway dorm halls i guess i don't know i didn't live on campus ever uh that was empty and each room was assigned to a different minority and i always remember like the black or people of color ones being very powerful there was one one the year that I was in the class where they kind of switched it and let white people feel how it feels. And this is a prime example of white privilege. You could go into a high-end store and if you're white and you know look presentable and everything like that, like they will cater to you. You know, it's automatically like, oh, they have money, they're not quote unquote ghetto or quote ratchet in quote you know anything like that but if you're a person of color or a black person and especially you walk in and they're like oh can you afford this place like the clearance is in the back well which first of all i fucking job clearance all the time that's the first place i go to it, it was very reminiscent of uh the movie selena when um selena was looking for a dress for the grammys and homegirl was like can you afford this like it's just very demeaning and judging a book by the cover, you know, it's, it's so shitty. That's an example. And there's so many more examples, you know, um, of white privilege, even, and I cannot stress enough going back to like school and everything where it was just everyday curriculum. It was white person, white person, white person. Look at our fucking past presidents, white, 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 black Cheeto, white (laughs) like it's so bizarre that people don't realize it and also i want to point out too just because you want to uplift and celebrate another culture for having their month to shine does not mean that you're like anti your culture or anything like that just because i'm like hey 
let's celebrate Black History Month, you know, um, Mexican Heritage Month, anything, Pride Month. It's not like I'm shitting on my heritage and my people saying, like, they're better than us. No. Equality for all is the basis of what America should be. We're all a melting pot and everything like that. So you can't have a melting pot if you're picking out fucking, I don't know, the cheese or something, even though it melts, but whatever. You you can't do that. And it just frustrates me so much when, uh, I know Rose, when people um, show their racism and say like, why, why isn't there a white history month? And they kind of shit on Black History Month. Like, it's there for uh, a reason. Like, you get to celebrate everyday life, you know, when there's a subcategory of people being murdered just for their color of their skin. So, calm the fuck down. Anywho. So, with that, I actually had an idea and um, for Black History Month where all month I highlighted a figure from you know, the past, present, um, highlighting a black person for Black History Month. But then I thought, you know what? I've done enough. I just did this soapbox. I don't the whole, like, whitewashing white hero thing. So I actually contacted my BFF, CM Sloan, who is a fellow podcaster, working overtime the podcast. Go check it out! Um, Yeah, so she you know, said she would help me. And I I told her, I don't want to limit you. I don't want to tell you who to pick or anything like that. So she, for the month of February is going to be having a little segment on the show where she does a little known fact of black history. And I'm just super excited for her to be helping and super excited for people to hear. Um, The first one is already, I'm like, Oh shit, I didn't know that. So that's pretty cool. So let me shut up and get off my soapbox and um, let her take over the reins. Thanks. Hey, it's Christina, aka CN Sloan from Working Overtime, the podcast, here for Black History Little Known Facts. So, Most people think of Rosa Parks as the first person to refuse to give up her seat on a bus. But there were actually several women before Rosa Parks. And one of those people was Claudette Colvin. So before Rosa Parks, y'all, there was Claudette Colvin. So when she was 15 years old on March 2nd, 1955, Again, 15 years old schoolgirl. She refused to move to the back of the bus. And this happened nine months before Rosa Parks did it, okay? So she had been studying different black leaders and was so inspired. And so when she was ordered to get up and go to the back of the bus, she said, "Uh uh-uh, not today. She says, it felt like Sojourner Truth was on one side pushing me down and Harriet Tubman was on the other side of pushing me down. I couldn't get up. And that's what she said. And she did not get up and she was arrested and thrown in jail again, 15 years old, arrested and thrown in jail because she took a stand and refused to refuse to give up her seat on the bus. And also, in addition to that, she was one of four women who challenged the segregation law in court in Browner versus Gale. And this was the court case that successfully overturned bus segregation in Montgomery and Alabama. And so the question is, 
why do we not know about Claudette Colvin? Why do we not know her story? Couple reasons, y'all. So she was 15 years old. She was really young. At the time, Rosa Parks, she was the secretary of the NAACP. She was well known, respected, that kind of thing. And they just thought that she would be a better figurehead in this case. And also there were rumors that at the time, Claudette Coven, she was also pregnant and unmarried. So also again, and she was deemed a troublemaker. She kind of didn't have like the best reputation. So they were like, mm, you know what? We want Rosa Parks to be our figurehead for the civil rights movement in this case. But we will not forget Claudette Colvin and knowing that before Rosa Parks, there was someone else who refused to give up her seat on a bus and someone else who took a stand and said, we are not going to do this anymore. We deserve better than this. So let's all just take a moment and recognize Claudette Colvin. What a great little known fact. Like, awesome. Kudos to both of the women and... Oh, thank you so much, C and Sloan, for helping me out with this. Um, can't wait to hear what else you have in store for us. Um, anywho, it's time for this week's Meditation Minute. And you know what? Let me tell you, last week for the weekend special, I actually did a sassy meditation, which is something I was just joking and playing around with. And um, I actually did it. Um, wow, Rose. Uh, I actually did it. So <laughs> I posted on Facebook and a lot of people were like, I'd be into this. So it's a very like tongue in cheek guided meditation. Like, yeah, I do some deep breath, not breast, but breath, breast, breath <laughs> with you. And, um, you know, we work out. <sighs> Rose gets really irritated. Like, don't give her attention. Anywho, Rose, go lay down, please, baby girl. I'll play with you in a minute. Um, if you want to check that out, please do. And if you want more, let me know. If you want me to lock my, lock my dog up so she doesn't interrupt like this anymore, let me know. I want to do that, though. Baby girl, I will play with you later. Let me find a good quote. Um, maybe I should just record her growling and that be to this week's meditation. Simply sitting for 20 minutes is a victory. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you have to, like, you know, relax. So <laughs> that's 100% true. Um, oh, I don't know why I closed that so uh, vigorously. Uh, so, yeah, sit, relax, take it all in. I know I've had to do this this, like, past day or two because all the moving and everything. I'm like, ooh, a bitch is tired. So, anywho, let's enjoy and get right to this week's Meditation Minute.
Well, that's all I have for you for this week. Thank you so much again to Brendan for coming on and talking with me. And be sure to check out his YouTube channel, his socials and everything. Master Your Talk. Really good resources for you. Super awesome guy. Super nice and everything. Um, so yeah, thank you again so much. It was a pleasure having you. And I would totally have you on again if you're ever interested. Uh, so yeah, thank you again also to CN Sloan for helping me out with the Black History Month little known facts. Uh, I'm super excited to see what else is in store. Um, be sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Clubhouse at Sir Stephen Rice. S-I-R-S-T-E-V-E-N-R-I-C-E. Like the food. Um, yeah, so it's been great. Sorry that Rose um, has been interrupting a lot this episode. I think she's still getting acclimated to the new place in Florida. But we'll get there, right, baby girl? Oh, now he has nothing to say? Here, let me throw her toy. Maybe she'll say something. And no, she's off. So, <laughs> be on the lookout for all these things that I'm working on. Also, a quick shout out again to CM Sloan. She actually just released a ebook. Um, Energy is my superpower. And it is for free. So, that's amazing. I will definitely link down below where you can get that ebook. It's beautiful, and I'm so proud of her. For putting that together and it has inspired me <laughs> to do a little project myself so again thank you for the support for, from everybody and if, again if this is your first time i know i keep saying it again uh if it is your first time thank you so much for joining me and hopefully you liked it you don't think i'm a fucking leader but i am so share this stay safe and until next time have a fantastic day